You're listening to Disturbing the Priest with Brandon Baddock. Andy, is this a day of cats or whatever? Is this the uh, the tabby cat interview? It sure is. What's going on here? <laughs> I feel so left out. I just have a goldfish. <laughs> well, uh, how's it going, guys? Great. How are you? Super Bowl Sunday. Pretty good. Oh, yeah. Pretty uh, happy to have you guys on. I'm letting you know that I was just in Boston not too long ago, and it was right at the start of the regular season, right? And so I'm in Boston and I'm in this parking garage and, uh, you know, I pull up to this, you know, this thing, the gate or whatever. I give this guy my ticket and he sees that I'm from Wisconsin and he doesn't say anything else. He just looks at me and he goes, yeah, you guys ain't that good. <laughs> yeah, well, the New didn't England say Packers, man. He didn't say Patriots. He didn't say nothing. But I knew exactly what he was talking about. <laughs> nah, nah, dude, the nationalism is brutal here. It is, it is a force to be reckoned with. Buck Celtics on Tuesday for uh, for the number one spot in the East. That, that's that's going to be rough. So yeah, yeah. Well, well, listen, man. It's awesome to have you guys on. Beat Talica. We are here. Um, so I just want to ask, like, let's just get out this out of the way. All right. What led up to the formation of Beatallica? Like what had to fall into place? Well, first of all, what had to fall into place was a festival in Milwaukee that I do the booking for called Spoof Fest. Okay. Now this thing's been going on for 30 years or something like that, you know, and we did the, we did a spoof of Metallica in 2001. Now it's just where bands get together and we kind of, we just, we say they emulate and desecrate their favorite artists. So like, so like Andy and I, Jimmy, we, we've done the Ramones together and we've done uh, George Thoroughbred and the Delaware Destroyers, not George Thoroughgood, but George Thoroughbred, you know, <laughs> and things, so it's, it's things, it's like costumes and comedy and things like that. Yeah. So we did Metallica one year but it was on April Fool's Day that year. So we said, okay, well, what would Metallica do as an April Fool's joke? And so me and our former guitar player who helped found the band with me, um, we put out 50 CDs, burned CDs, just, you know, back when all this stuff was first starting out, you know, um, and we just handed them out at the event and kind of thought nothing of it. And then with the whole rise of BitTorrent and internet, and piracy Napster. <laughs> and everything else um then it started just kind of creeping into existence you know long story short you know metallica got word of it when they were on tour out with saint anger and interviewers were coming up to them asking them about us wow really that's and so metallica, funny you bring yeah. that up and then Metallica contacted me <laughs> saying, who are you? <laughs> so... <laughs> that That's so funny because Metallica kind of started with like the tape trading. Yeah. And it's really well, funny how Metallica and... almost started with like the CD trading. Right. <laughs> so that's a funny parallel. So you said, so if you talk to Hetfield and, and Lars and, and the whole gang, because I, I saw on your website that like Kirk said something about you guys um like have you personally like had conversations with them about Beatallica? yeah i i mean when we do the legal stuff yeah i mean it's pretty much between myself and lars and their legal contact at q prime their management 
But I mean, last time that they were in town, I mean, Annie and I, we, we hung out in Milwaukee with them and Rob from Machine Head and, yeah. you know, so, so that was all good. I know they're coming back into town. What it's, it's next August, right? And yeah, they're like, doing I'm like, not exactly sure the date. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing like two shows a city. Yeah. I don't think they're doing 2024. I think they're doing Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Makes yeah. sense. So we'll have to go hit up soldier. There you go. Yeah. Well, that's sweet. That's really awesome. Uh, and I assume you haven't talked to anyone from the Beatles. Unless. And you, Andy? <laughs> 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 not told anybody. Ringo hasn't reached out or anything. Uh, no, wish. no. Um, they know what it is, you know, but I mean, they're, you know, they're the two remaining members of the living Beatles and they don't need to be. They don't need to be hanging with us. They're, they don't, yeah, they're doing their own thing, I feel like. They've done enough. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's awesome. And I'm I'm glad there hasn't been any, like, legal stuff with you guys and Metallica. As, you know, Metallica, with the whole Napster thing and whatnot, has, like, Apple or any, like, Beatles representatives, like, contacted you guys at all? Yeah, I mean, the, the past history was, you know, there was – um. There was a summit meeting between ourselves and Metallica and Sony and Peter Paterno there, Metallica's legal, got involved. And he's from Wisconsin, actually. Um, and we got to figure it out. You know, um, it's still always kind of a touchy subject and we don't want to, you know, don't want to upset the gorilla. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's like. You know, and Andy can probably describe it a little bit more. When we were writing the stuff for the Devolver album, the way that we, the way that we started composing, not just lyrics but musical passages and stuff. You know, I would come in with some things, and then Andy would say, "Hey, no, I'm hearing this." I mean, Andy, I mean, tell him. I mean, like with well, number nine off of that record. You know, and I mean, right. My... So, with the licensing and and all of that, uh, the legalities of all those things, not every song can be used um, oh, okay for the lack of a better way to say it i guess uh or a shorter way to say it and um sometimes it wasn't necessarily hey we're going to use this beatles riff we're going to use instead a riff that has like uh, stylistically it's like it um or um drum beats you can't copyright so there might yeah. be you know he's playing a guitar riff that isn't you know it's an original riff you know, it might be somewhat of a mashup, but it's an original riff. But then now I can lay some drums down that have a feel of a Beatles song or of, you know, something thrashier or whatever it might be. And then just kind of blending all those things together. And then, you know, vocal harmonies or, or you know, again, stylistic type things that lend into to kind of walk around some of those copyright areas things, you know yeah. so yeah um had to get a little people, creative you know yeah we get people writing in about the record and it's like man i don't hear this this beetle thing i'm just like well listen <laughs> it's not just saying hey you're all of a sudden just gonna hear whatever song we haven't used yet you know Right. You know, within you, without you, you know, you're not just all of a sudden going to hear that because that's not what Beatallica has ever done. 
Right. It's not and this Beatles song, this Metallica song, yeah. and then it's both. It, it's not that at all. Yeah. yeah. Well, because it's right. like, like at that point, just listen to the Beatles. You yeah. know, if you're or Metallica, <laughs> yeah, or Metallica. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now that's interesting. What you were saying about the legal stuff. Uh, are there any like Beatles or Metallica songs that are like completely off the table, like never gonna touch? Would you mind sharing some of those? Or yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Here's the thing that's like you can do whatever you want live, okay? Um, so I can't remember the last show that we didn't play while my guitar deathly creeps. Yeah. Um, but it's never going to come out on record. Um, or we did a European tour last time, uh, and we did a song called Something Else Matters. Not nothing else matters, but something yeah. else. Can't put it out. Now, the, the, the commonality of that is those are both George Harrison songs post Sgt. Peppers. And that gets into different... Um, licensors and publishing and all those other things. And our former label had a relationship with the estate of George Harrison and they still said no, um, you know, and so it's okay. All right. I mean, we're not going to piss anyone off, you know what I mean? But we can search play him live. And so now, I mean, I mean, when was the last time we didn't play creeps Andy? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> we played most of it up in West Bend. Yeah, yeah, sure, right. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Now, uh, Metallica's putting out a new record, 72 Seasons. Um, how closely have you guys looked at that? Or have you already like thought about like potential songs? Um, is it like until the album comes out, like I'll listen to it, and if something pops in my head, I'll put it up? Like, what is that process like? I mean, how much have you listened to that, Andy? Uh, the new one, I haven't, I haven't heard the last album, I. I bought that. Uh, I've listened to that a bunch. And, and in fact, when that last album came out, kind of like what you were saying, you know, as far as, you know, do you listen to it? And if something pops in your head, do you use it? Um, you know, I think that's always going on, whether it's new material or older stuff. And I know with the last album, we ended up uh, having a song on our new album that is using um, Here Comes Revenge. Yeah. Uh, by Metallica that we've used that in a mashup. Um, so that was, you know, pretty quick right after that album came out, you know, we were, uh, you know, working on a mashup with that one. So mm -hmm. uh, I know, I mean, I've not personally, you know, sat down with Lux Eterna and, and said, okay, I want to do this. Um, that time will come, I'm sure. Um, but I mean, I guess, you know, one, one thing really to state is that, we have a new record out, you know, and it was kind of put out like right at the tail end of COVID. And so we've not done a lot of touring on the record. So this is the time for that record. This is yeah. the time for the Devolver album. We're not interested in writing new stuff, you know, at least yeah. I'm not right now. Um, but that'll come. And, and we have other stuff that we already have recorded and in the can and didn't get put onto the record mm -hmm. that we mm. could put out, you know, and live stuff from past past gigs and tours um so we have the material even without touching the the upcoming metallica record but i mean i think the most um the most split decision we ever did when we recorded masterful mystery tour we were in the studio literally recording in the studio and metallica put out um uh the day that never comes oh wow off of their album when they released it 
and I, I got on the I got on the horn to our label and I said, stop with your final wish list on clearances, add this song <laughs> because we're writing it literally right now. <laughs> um, and, and they got the clearance on it. Um, and to this day, uh, it is the one song by Metallica that we have never played live. Wow. Out of all of our catalog. We've never played the song live. Wow. That's Do you plan tomorrow. to? That, that, that's Tomorrow Never Comes. Yeah, Tomorrow Never Comes. Yeah, yeah. Are you planning to ever play it live? Or is it just like, are there just those songs that maybe it's the composition or it's just too much to, to rehearse? But um, is, is there any reason why? We were going to do that. Where are we going to yeah, do we're gonna it? We were going to do that in Chicago uh, last summer. Mm. Yeah, how come we didn't do it? <laughs> what happened? I think it was, I think it was just a timing thing. When we got back off tour, we had like two weeks before that show, and you know, uh, with uh, uh, Doctor Robert up in uh, Minnesota, I think we just um, we didn't have the rehearsal time to be able to okay. really put it together and you know play it out. So yeah, I think that's yeah, what one of the reason why we were going to play it is because we were doing a show. You know who Brandon? You know who a band is uh, called the Skull? I'm not sure if I'm a familiar, no. Uh, they used to be in a band uh, called Trouble. They're from Chicago. Hmm. Um, doom band, a doom band. Um, friends of ours. Uh, their singer had passed away, and we are part of their um, uh, remembrance gig. You okay. Metallica, because their singer was a big Beatles fan, you know. And so we were going to do that song, you know. But then our, our bass player lives up in the Twin Cities, you know, he's five hours away from us. You know what I mean? I was like, man, we're not going to get this done and we don't want to do it crappily. You know what I mean? So, yeah, well, fair enough. Totally understandable. But uh, interesting. Yeah, I'll check them out. Um, are they on streaming or is there any oh, place? Sure they are. Cool. Maybe you just look up the skull. The skull? Okay. I'll totally yeah. check them out. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. If you're, um, in, if you're into the Doom thing, man, they're, they've been doing it. Oh, forever. yeah. I mean, we mentioned them in um, right, right away to kick off. Uh, our song called Hesh Today, which is off the Revolver <laughs> album. Like, literally, they appear right in the first couple lyrics. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. You know, so, so yeah, they are, I've been listening to them since I was in. And that was, that, that was, that song was written, the lyrics were written before um, he passed and before yeah. any of the, the benefit show or anything like that came about, too. Yeah, yeah. So, so we are, we are true believers in, in that band, man. Sure. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I'll totally check them out. Now, uh, you mentioned before, like your record label and whatnot. Has there been any pressure where it's like, hey, can you make this song a little more Metallica? Can you make this song a little more Beatles-esque? Or do they really just let you like kind of do whatever you want? Yeah, I mean, you don't really ever remember hearing anything like that, do you? No. Yeah, because I, I don't. I mean, I never got it personally. I mean, I mean, any contact I've had with with either of our two labels, they've said, go do your thing. We'll worry about it later. Right. That's awesome. Cause, right. cause I do hear stories of, you know, all these bands and, and the label like almost want to control their sound and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't sure if there was that push and pull between Metallica and the Beatles, uh, but that's cool. That's the, you guys can just do it your thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, Metallica gives us a blank check. You know what I mean? They said they do whatever you want. That's you awesome. Know? Yeah. I mean, they've been, you know, more than congenial about all this. You know, we just, we run every through, everything through them. We really let them know we, not just music, 
you know, lyrics, image and likeness, um, any sort of merch, you know, yeah. anything like that. Yeah, t-shirt designs and yeah, album artwork and all that stuff. Yeah, Metallica has been absolutely ph phenomenal Yeah, uh, as far as working with us and letting us do whatever we want to do. So that's, that's, well, that's really awesome to hear. Um, now, now I'm curious about this. Um, I know you guys have had a, you know, your past with Keith Mustaine or whatever. Uh, has there ever been any other thrash classic rock bands you guys have encountered? Are you guys the only one to combine thrash and classic rock? Cause you know, there are other spoof like Max Sabbath is one. Mm -hmm. um, Oakley Doakley, I believe you guys toured with. We toured with them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are there any other like kind of genre dies bands in your in your circle or are you guys like the only really one i have my the best. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i guess i would say that i am a i am a firm believer in that no one is doing this sort of of genre slash art form slash approach like how we're doing it yeah um you know i think there are other bands out there and like how and you're, you're alluding to earlier you know you have it's like you have two cars you know and like here's one car here's another car one car goes into this car this car stops while this one starts going that's not what we do um our cars are in a fiery wreck the whole time that we're doing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're, twisted, they're twisted together and mangled you know um so you really have to listen Mm -hmm. And you have to know each band's material to fully get what's going on. Now, some of the benefits of not knowing is that then you can learn something. Mm -hmm. You know, you can learn about a band or you can learn about a song or something like that. But I mean, with Oakley, um, they weren't combining music, right? I mean, yeah, they, they weren't were a mashup. Right. Yeah, they were, they were just doing like death metal with a... Uh cool image the Ned Flanders interesting theme. yeah 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 um, and, and, yeah, and would... Sabbath, i mean they do sabbath yeah you know they do any any sabbath related thing along with well with a fast music. food yeah yeah so right. lyrically that you know but i mean musically i don't think that there's a mashup with anything with max sabbath i think theirs is more lyric and image not mm -hmm. at all yeah yeah, and, and what's great about you guys is there there is not only is there that, but as you said earlier, there's like an originality with it as well. Like you guys are writing almost your own riffs and your own like rhythms in it, which is so awesome and like really cool. Um, so you know, pretty awesome. I did actually interview Max Sabbath. Okay. And it was like the most cryptic interview I've ever done. Because <laughs> I was like, do you have any like legal, has there been like any legal issues? And the guy was like, I have no clue what you're even talking about. <laughs> I, I was mean, like, you know, it's like, how did Max Sabbath start? He's like, it started in like 1976. I was like in a basement. I'm like, what the hell? Right. right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. with us, it's like, we want to write. You know, and so there's art, there's original writing that's infused into just about everything that we do and we're, when we're proud of it. I mean, the first time that we put out an original group of songs was on the Winter Plunder Band EP. Limited amount of copies, four songs. So, we, you know, there's the Lennon and the McCartney Christmas songs that are on it. And then we have two original Beatallica songs on it and one there's a video for. Mm -hmm. um, it's called Holiday for Holiday. That's us. That's our stuff. 
Um, you know, and so it's like when we were writing the Devolver record, you know, so it's like we're, we're doing this and it's like, okay, I'm hearing this. I want to do this. And I would, you know, I'd come into rehearsals or whatever and I'd play something for Andy and Andy's just like, okay, I'm going to take it here. You know, it's like, great. You know, we all play in multiple bands, not just metal bands, you know, so like our songwriting structures that go between the four of us is very extensive you know, and the influences that we have, and we want to use them. Um, uh, you know, this isn't just, it's not a cover band. It's, it's not, yeah. it's not just drawing from Beatles or Metallica. I mean, even when it comes down to our licensing for the Devolver album, it specifically spells it out in the licensing. These songs were written by the four members of Metallica as well as Hetfield Ulrich, you know, it, it's like, we are listed as companions with, mm -hmm. with Metallica, you know, and they agree and they accept it. And, and it's like, that's what makes it even cooler. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We can do stuff with Metallica and they're totally cool with it, with us writing our own shit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I not want to do this. I hope to see like a lot more original stuff. I know we're sitting with the new stuff right now, but really looking forward to like more original stuff and, and that, that like blend, like having mm -hmm. more original stuff blended with Metallica and the Beatles. Cause the stuff we've gotten already is fantastic. I just want to yeah. say, what uh, do you have? I mean, as far as hard copies of music by us. Oh, I unfortunately don't have any, I'm a, you guys don't have any vinyl, right? You guys were just are mainly CD guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm unfortunately a vinyl addict. Um, I see that. Which Yeah. <laughs> as you can see, could we ever expect a Metallica record at any point? Is that too much to ask? Is it a possible thing? I that's love it. That's, yeah, that's a label thing with goods and services, man. It's like, yeah, we want to, and the label's totally fine with it, but it's so far behind, you know, on pressing all that stuff. And it's like, it's, it's a whole thing. Like, I, I've talked to like some of the local guys who have pressed their stuff, and they're like, it's a nightmare. Yeah. Um, just, you know, cause there's only like, there's only a few plants like in the U S there's not, it's not like there's a ton everywhere. Like it's, right. it is a whole thing. And like, you have to get in touch with, and it's like emails and emails and so much money spent. Um, definitely, you know, I don't blame you guys for sticking with the CDs <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> way cheaper. Yeah. I mean, that's a label issue too. That kind of really yeah. has to do with us, you know, and I know other indie bands overseas, and they were waiting like 16 months for their vinyl. Well, ridiculous. Know? Well, and, and with the new album, the Devolver album that we have, um, there is original material on that. Uh, it's not yeah. all just mashup material. You know, there are original Metallica compositions um, on that. There's also, as far as the licensing and what songs we can or can't use, um, the other thing that, and Metallica has done this in the past on previous albums, uh, where we take something that Metallica had covered and use that as some source material. So it's not just Beatles, Metallica, it's, you know, kind of all things involved. So, yeah, which that's, that's awesome, man. Um, and I, I can't wait to hear more of it. I'll, I'll definitely have to. So you guys are selling CDs on your website. Um, if you guys uh, want to plug camp. some Bandcamp, cool, cool. And uh, you guys are on Twitter, I, Twitter, 
Facebook, Facebook Instagram. Instagram. Awesome. awesome. And all the streaming services, you know, whether it be, you know, Apple music or whatever, um, you know, for download or to listen to, um, it's all out on all those platforms as well. That's actually where I discovered you guys. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. No, no I worries. Think... Uh, I just, I just wanted to say that's how I discovered you guys actually through Spotify. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. Cool. You know, um, cause we got old, our old videos on there and just like other PSAs and, and we'll have more video stuff coming up messages about are the, um, are the live videos of different things that aren't on the albums are those, those aren't on the Betalica, um, YouTube, correct, James? Uh, is it like the songs that, like, like say, While My Guitar Deathly Creeps, since we can't oh. license that, we don't necessarily have that on our no, Metallica we, site. No, but if anyone did like a, a YouTube search, if you Wait. went to YouTube and you typed in that song title, yeah, you can it's, find it. It's, it's everyone with their phone right. at a gig, mm -hmm. you know, recording it and posting right. it. Some right. of that stuff, yeah. it's just like, you know, we have no control over, you know, it's like if someone's going to be over there and, and they're posting stuff. Um, I think there is, even is a video, a live video from, so, it's somewhere in Europe, Germany, somewhere, with that song, Something Else Matters, that someone had recorded. I, I can't confirm it was bootlegged. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's how I heard all that, all the unreleased yeah. stuff, which I, I, I didn't realize. Um, now... Now, as we wrap up here, I'm just curious, like, have there any been any, like, gatekeepy Beatles or Metallica fans who just don't get it, who are just way too far up their own ass that you guys had to deal with? I run into a number. Oh, yeah? <laughs> have you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess my experience with it, um, you know, most people, that they don't seem to, at least to my face, um, hate on it. <laughs> Um, but there'll be, you know, definitely like a couple that comes to the show and she doesn't know any Metallica and he doesn't know any Beatles, but they both had a blast, you know? Yeah. Uh, and that, yeah. that's great. You know, cause then you're, you know, like James was saying before, you don't have to know all the material. You can learn something new, but if you do, you really start to see the intricacies of like, you know, some riff that is going on in there while everything else is happening it's like oh look at that that's you know and then it's you know on to the next thing but um yeah, yeah. i haven't really heard you know yeah. complaints about or you know why aren't you doing this or you know whatever but uh yeah, yeah. And the only reason why i bring it up is just because metallica fans could just be so gatekeepy um and i feel like oh, i've had beetle fans be more than that really that's actually kind of surprising oh sure yeah wow. getting way into it because we don't have time, but I have, I can give you guys more than several stories of verbal threats. Jesus. Verbal, verbal, verbal violent threats that if I stepped foot in Camden again, you know, in the, in the UK. Wow. Um, Jesus Christ. I've had, I've had a handler take me out of a situation because he saw that something was about to happen. They've, they've, they've shooed me wow. away. And I had no idea. And it's like, nope, you want to come this way. <laughs> because this guy's waiting for you with something. Jesus. Well, I could, I can assure oh. you guys that you're very welcomed here in the States. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, hey, is there any dates us fans can look forward to? Any tours? Any 
Any shows in the in the works? Yeah. Where are you located? New England. Yeah. <laughs> Please come to Boston or Worcester. Give us uh what's what's today? What's today, Andy? The the tenth? Uh, twelfth. Right. Super Bowl, Bowl Sunday. Yeah. It's give February. Us, give us six, give us six weeks. Six weeks. Okay, cool. And to be able to announce. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any yeah. places you guys would like to tour that you haven't yet? Oh god, sure. Yeah. I um Japan. Yeah, we were this close one time. <laughs> we're going in and then the tour company folded. Oh really? I was, I was so bummed. Um well I mean our our guitar player, Gerg, uh his stepmom lives in Australia and we have a good relationship with some folks down under, you know, and she she lives in Brisbane. So, cool. so a little Aussie New Zealand tour would be would be super straight with me. Um, mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah, and it's it's funny you guys say that because Megadeth was actually gonna tour Australia, but they can't because of a financial issue. So, well, if you guys yeah. can get down there, that'd be really awesome because they need metal more than anything. Somebody's uh, there's another band from Kenosha, Wisconsin called Jungle Rot. Yeah, um, like a grind, you know, grindcore death. Yes. Band. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, they had that whole Aussie New Zealand tour booked, and they they couldn't do it. You know, and I so I didn't know about the Megadeth thing. Yeah, wild <laughs> that like Megadeth can't afford to tour Australia. Right. I just saw a wild. story uh, earlier this week. Striper put out a post on their Facebook. Michael Sweet put out, you know, and he's just like, "Look, man, we are trying to do this as best we can." <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, and that goes for us too. You know, I mean. We have plans for this year before too mm -hmm. long, you know, I'm ready to go. I've already got my vacation time from work approved and ready to go. So well, that's great news. That's, that's a great start. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, the band is going to be ready to go. Awesome. You know? um, if all the players involved are ready to go, then, then great. And, we just have to stay tight-lipped about something like I said for about six weeks. So. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you guys so much for being on the show. Oh, yeah, real, uh, real pleasure. Um, yeah, thanks for troubleshooting all this stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I don't know what was up with the Wi-Fi, but we, we made it. We did yep. it. <laughs> well, uh, thank you guys so much. I'm Brandon Vatic and this has been disturbing the priest. <laughs> <laughs>